41st and Broadway, a play in one part. I'm getting over a cold. I'm at about 80% operating capacity right now. Still a little sniffly, still a little phlegmy, still a little throat cleary. I'll pull through, though. I almost always do. There was that time I was declared legally dead for a few minutes during last year's H1N1 incident, but that's another story for another time. Obviously, I've been active whilst sick. Like Rick Ross, every day I'm hustling. It's a curse. Sure, I would have preferred to just hold up in my bedroom watching The prices Right, consuming copious amounts of soup while I was sick, but that's not how it works in New York. Heaven forbid you sleep it off. New York wants blood. Your blood. It is an angry god, and if you don't give it something to sacrifice, it comes after you. Usually in the form of a summons for jury duty. Or a parking ticket. Yes, even if you don't own a car. Anyway, point is, being sick knocked me down a few pegs on the efficiency scale. I was a little logy, a little off my game. As a result, during my daily city-mandated time outside my apartment, I felt a bit out of place. Everyone was moving so fast. I felt like Brooks in the Shawshank Redemption. As you might recall, Brooks is the old guy who gets out of Shawshank and winds up, 1994 spoiler alert, hanging himself in his hotel room. Before he offs himself, he laments that the world went and got itself in a big damn hurry while he was in prison. He's right, though, that Brooks. We have gotten ourselves in a goddamn hurry. And he wasn't even talking about 2010. He was talking about the 1950s. Maine, at that. That's like the 1850s everywhere else, let alone New York. Here's the thing. After further thought, I think I feel like Brooks all the time in New York. Everyone here is too busy. We're on our iPhones and Blackberries all the time. We're doing our droids. We're inventing Windows 7. We're running across the subway platform to catch the Express to save time while we read the new Gladwell book on our Kindle, which saves us space in our bag. So we have more room for our energy bars, which we eat so we don't have to have lunch, so we can get on the train sooner, so we can catch the Express, so we can... Holy shit, I just blew my own mind. I'm as guilty of this as the next guy. I'm part of the problem. Unless I'm doing two things at once, I feel like I'm wasting time. I read email as I eat lunch. I do dishes while I listen to podcasts. I eat dinner while I watch goddamn YouTube clips. I play Plants vs. Zombies while I transfer files between hard drives. In my defense, not killing zombies while transferring files would just be irresponsible. I blame this goddamn city for this. That's city with a capital C. It's infectious. One dude rushes to the train, so the next guy does too. And then three more. And then ten more. Everyone wants an edge. It's dog-eat-dog. And since everyone is doing it, I do it too. If everyone else was jumping off the Brooklyn Bridge, would you? I don't know. Would it be faster than taking the Q train to DeKalb? A couple weeks ago, I was eating lunch and reading email on 41st and Broadway, just south of Times Square. Normally, this area is inhabited by about 95% tourists, which is fine. We've cordoned off that part of town for them to play in. It's a little agreement we have. They buy the t-shirts. We use their money to offset our cost of living. Besides, those street vendor hot dogs aren't going to eat themselves. Anyway, 41st and Broadway. I'm eating my salad, catching up on my spam. Digital spam. It wasn't that kind of salad. 
and right in front of me an impromptu theater performance unfolds before my very eyes. It was an untitled work, but its story was derivative of any number of other similar performances I've seen over the years. First, the players, some guy on a bike and some guy on foot. The conflict? One of them cut the other one off. The resolution? Go fuck yourself. No, you go fuck yourself. And scene. Suffice it to say, this was not a visiting theater troupe. These guys were locals, seasoned professionals. Given that one was on a bike and the other was not, I can only assume some unspoken pedestrian cyclist rule was not adhered to and they were ruffling their feathers for everyone's amusement. Who knows who is right and who is wrong, but suffice it to say they each thought, nay, knew, that they had been slighted and they were going to let everyone else within earshot know as well. What's the moral of the story here? Well, for one thing, rent is too damn high. That much is certain. But apart from that, I don't know. Brooks was right, and he was here. We know that much. But Brooks was also incarcerated for 50 years. Shit's gonna change on the outside, bro. I'm not saying we need to roll it back to the 1950s, I just think we need to relax a little bit. The next train is right around the corner. Enjoy your lunch and catch the next one. There's still plenty of time to invent Windows 7. Of course, this is not the natural order of things. Society is not slowing down. Slowing down does not compute. Each subsequent Michael Bay film makes less sense than the last and makes more money. We're speeding up. Everyone's hustling every day. I think the best we can hope for are the dogs to eat the other dogs until there's just one crazy dog left. At that point, the rest of us can take a breather. The crazy dog can run the show for a while while we relax. Who is this crazy person who will reign over us? I'm thinking either Michael Bay or Jerry Bruckheimer. Honestly, we could do worse.